Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Hell with you. He's good. Still got that bounce. Oh, yeah, he's still good. Yeah, he's Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. Fire! All guests join us in the Goodyear hotline. It's really Keyshawn and friends this morning. Alan Hahn joining Key. Jay will be back hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully he's feeling better. Well. We hope. We hope. At least say that. No, Jay will, my man. Okay. I, I'm not well, then tripping. why'd you give a well? Because Jay, man, he what? just got back yesterday. Right, but this is what happens when you got God. kids around. And they're all over know, the place with I all know. their kid I germs. And- I get it. I understand. He got a little something going on right now. Mm-hmm. I get it. But it's, come on, man. I'm not. Don't bring me into this. <laughs> Jay, no, I'm going to be on his head for this. Yeah, I think he does. He tried to soften the blow texting me yesterday. Oh, man, just want to let you know. Really? <laughs> I think I already know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you stuck with me today, me and my Yankee, Yankee socks that you apparently don't like. No, it's not that I don't like them. I was just saying mm-hmm. that what were you, saying? you As are, I walked out of the room, by the way, you're a bad teammate. If you're going to say it, you should have said it to me. I wasn't. Of, I, now that I, you know, I walk out of the room for a minute, it's like, hey, you see what these guys doing? No. I what said, was that all about? I said he's 49 years old, mm-hmm. and yesterday he wore New York Knicks socks. Well, who played yesterday? And today he's wearing Yankee socks. Correct. And tomorrow you'll probably have on Jet socks. No. Why not? I'll wait till I can't even. Where's the logo? There's a logo it's right fine. There. It's just that you, a grown ass man at 49, wearing sport uh, uh, apparel very, very on casual clothes, very, and you're not going to a game. If you uh, were, it's not sport if apparel, you, it's if socks. You, if you were going to a game, I wouldn't have an issue with it. The fact that you are at work yeah. takes I take issue with it because now I'm wondering in my mind, well, what the hell does he sleep in? Are you walking around in? in First of in, all, I'm very uncomfortable with you wondering what I sleep in. <laughs> not like that, but. Are you walking what is around? It like are you walking what is around it like? in Nick pajamas? Like, are you that dude that's like, you know what I'm saying? Do like, I look? Do, do I look like that dude? Yes. No, yes. Like no, yes. you don't. Yes. No, but that's Definitely one thing like here. Dude. When you get home, it's another thing. That's all I was just mm-hmm. wondering. That's all. Okay. Yeah. No. Or, or are you the guy with the big thick wallet that folds <laughs> over three times? You got everything from Costanza. all the pictures to. Your insurance cards, the <laughs> eight credit cards, and, and then on top of that, instead of having you know a few hundred dollars in your wallet, you probably got like twenty ones. It's like instead of having a twenty dollar bill, I learned not to have a lot of singles on me because that's when my wife then wonders, why do you have a lot of singles on you? Well, it depends on what the singles look like. Yeah. If the singles are dirty and crumbly and that, They're that's crisp. Different. Hey, Chris, you just got them from the ATM just, or the bank or something. You get a dollar bill from the ATM? What ATM do you get a dollar bill from? Maybe I ain't been to the ATM in a while, <laughs> Pretty clearly. 888-ESPN, <laughs> So, yes, okay, I had blue and orange socks on yesterday. Stance makes beautiful, comfortable socks. I have a whole bunch of them. I don't know, different teams, I just put them on. I don't think about it. I just wear them because they're comfortable. Thanks for noticing. Anyways. The Knicks played yesterday. They lost hold to the Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. You said yeah, that you on. wore the Knicks socks yesterday because they played. Yeah. So you do think about it. Well, I just said the Knicks played yesterday, didn't they? And I just left it at that. Right, but then you're trying to tell us that you don't think about it. That's Well, I mean— Those you, two things cannot be true. You did think about it. You thought about the Knicks were playing I yesterday. Thought, you wore them. The Yankees are playing today. You wore those. I thought I was wearing blue, so they have blue in them. What I they were doing, the Islanders. Yeah, the honors would play. The socks are – look, man. All right, you guys have fun wearing with me dress, and my socks. We know no, he's wearing Jets socks on Thursday for the draft. Don't like, own Jets socks, so we'll you leave will that soon. Don't worry. <laughs> I hope so. 
You, you <laughs> I hope so. As long as they're comfortable, I'll wear them. I don't care at this point. They're socks, man. But anyways, can we talk about your Lakers that finally won a game with Anthony Davis, right? Yes. So we've got to figure this out as we're getting closer now to the end of the NBA season because the debate now is on about, okay, well, who are the real contenders? And everybody kind of agrees. Brooklyn, when they're healthy, seem like they would be the real contender. Out LA, Yeah, L.A., obviously with LeBron, when LeBron's 100%, AD's yes. 100%, those seem like the superpowers that are going head-to-head. Yes. But there's correct. others, of course. Always. Now, I, I want you, I want you to, to react to this. Kendrick Perkins, friend of the show, was on Max Kellerman's show and when he talked about really the best team in the West, yes. he didn't say it was the Jazz who have the best record. He didn't say it's the Suns who have the second best record. He didn't say it was the Lakers who have two big stars. Yes. Here's who he says is the best team in the West. My pick coming out of the Western Conference right now is the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. I, said, I, I said this. Before they traded for Rondo, the only thing that the Clippers were missing was a floor general. And they got that. Agreed. They got Rajon Rondo, and they've been a t- completely different team Damn, now. Perk, that could be and their first-round matchup. So you're saying the Lakers can well, get bounced hey, in the first round? Hey, listen, I'm telling you right now that the Los Angeles Clippers are the best team in the Western Conference, okay? They are the best team in the Western Conference. Your thoughts? They, they, they are certainly quietly getting there. Um, I think adding Rondo, much like Perk was talking about, Jay Will actually talked about that a while ago, about they need not necessarily Rondo. We were thinking more Chris Paul at the time. They needed somebody that had a certain type of leadership, been there, done that, understands what it's like. Even though Kawhi is that guy who's won championships, his personality doesn't lend to – taking that leadership role naturally. That's just not who Kawhi is. And then mm-hmm. Paul George didn't have enough skins on the wall. And, he, you know, his people kind of listen to him and it goes one ear and out the other, that kind of situation. But now that they do have Rondo, it certainly says something as you head into the playoff Rondo-type mode. Now, to just put them out front in front of the Lakers, I wouldn't do that because with LeBron James, the whole game changes. The game of life changes. When he steps onto the floor inside that locker room, for whatever it is, the energy that he brings to the table in heightens the performance of others around him. Anthony Davis hasn't been able to do that since he's been without LeBron. He just kind of Anthony Davis, which is fine. But it only can take you so far. Yeah. So LeBron is extremely of importance to get him back healthy. Now, as far as we know, he is healthy. He's just chilling, as far as we know. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I would say that. Um, and then once they get in, I'm afraid that for whatever reason, they slip and wind up in a playoff, I mean, in the play-in tournament, and then lose because some injury happens or right. something weird yep. happens. Now, all of a sudden, we on the outside looking in. That's the scary part for me. It would take, I mean, it would take a major slip. All right. I mean, they they still have they're they're clear by two and a half game three almost three I should say three and a half games in from the seven ten. All right. So there it would take a, a pretty serious slip for them to even be in the seven ten. But your matchups takes. though is what you want to keep an eye on because for them right now in the fifth seed and they are now they're 
four back of the fourth seat of the Bring Nuggets. Oh no, we're not worried about nobody when we're healthy. Well, I mean, you should be. Why? Because well, it's the, it would be the Denver Nuggets would be your matchup, the four five. Yeah, but in in in, in a With seven Jokic. game in a seven game series, we're not worried about them, man. We're not worried about nobody in seven. You tell so me. you don't like the one and done seven ten play in thing because no, anything he, can any, happen. Anything can happen. Yeah, you know Anthony Davis got kicked the other night in yeah. his calf, and I was like, oh man, no! But mm-hmm. it was the other leg. Yeah. It wasn't the actual yeah. leg that he had the Achilles on. Mm-hmm. So when he got kicked in that thing and started, you know, pulling the Anthony, even last well, night, he, has he become he, that guy that you feel like it's almost like he's tissue paper? Like every time there's a little limp or a little wince. You go, oh, no, 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 no. Like, yeah, like because he's become he's that big, guy now, right? Because he's our big gun. He's one of our big guns, and you never want to see a big gun wounded. Well, he's, he's, but he's not only the big gun. He's one of the big guns that tends to get hurt. He's That's been, my point. He, like, he, when he okay. winces, you don't just go like, ah, he'll walk it off. You go, uh-oh, uh-oh, this could be another week he's now. Been, he's been hurt. So, last yeah. night, I must admit to you, Alan, last night I watched the game, and – this is when, um, I don't know who it was, but it was a young fella. He went to the cup and dunked or whatever. It was a great dunk. And Anthony Davis was holding his head, his eye. I was like. I know the player you're talking about. Man, this dude better not be hurt. Yeah, was that, was that, uh, was that Wendell Clark? I think it was Wendell it? Clark Jr. Yeah, who dunked. Yeah. And, and I think when he dunked, it came down. Something yeah. came down, hit AD and I. If I if if you had cameras in my house to watch my expression, you'd have been like, I was so mad. I'm like, man, and I probably said every curse word in the book. <laughs> but he was okay. He was okay. In the, uh, in the East, by the way, uh, we don't have time to play it, but I'll just tell you, Charles Barkley believes uh, that the Bucks are the team to beat. Man, they just the got East. run out the building the other day. The, uh, the Bucks are – they lost to the, to the Hawks without Trey Young. Yeah. And they blew a lead in that game. Yesterday. And that's a team I have a hard time trusting. It doesn't mean I don't think they're good. It's, I have a hard time trusting them. They're a good team. The Nets – the Sixers are going, have been going through something right now, but they still uh, – they're still a the very pro- good team. The Nets, if they're healthy – Yeah, that's the problem is that you got an all-star team that knows how to play – basketball yeah that's the difference is I don't need to have 18 million shows with you to be on fire because mm-hmm. I already know it takes me a minute and I, I'm like okay we can shoot together I'm yeah. not even worried about that yeah. and I feel the same way about the Brooklyn Nets yep they don't need a whole damn season like everybody thinks they can clunk along in the first round See, I agree with you they can clunk along in the first round yep and be in sync with each other the second round. They can mess around better. and use the first round yes, as a warm-up. Absolutely. And everybody could go, whoa, that went six games. That doesn't a- look Absolutely. At-. And that means absolutely. That I'm with you. I-, I do not buy this whole panic about the Nets and oh, they're going to need time. They're going to need nope. – Professionals, man. Just they get pro- ready. They're professionals, though, that have won. Yeah. At a lot of different stops. And even when you throw a Blake Griffin in the mix, and I know Blake Griffin is older and he's not jumping over Kia cars anymore. I get all that. But he still got some stuff for you. He can give you 15. He can still give bench. you some stuff. Yes, yes. And in limited minutes, you don't need the big minutes, but he can give you something. Their bench is good. Uh, actually, very good. Their supporting cast is very good. No, they, uh, the only thing you question is can James get the hamstring right and not have it keep nagging him? Can Kevin stay healthy and Kyrie engage? But, is it really but nagging I am not him? worried. But is it really of nagging him? Of course not. Well, or, is it, or is it just James wants it's to play? Sore, it's sore right now. I'm going to let it rest some uh, to get to where I need to go. I think he wants to play, but I, I'm with you, though, on them. I do not feel like there's any panic at all 
uh, certainly with that team. We'll have more on that. Stephen A. had a real interesting take on the Nets, and we'll get to that uh, coming up in the show. It's Keyshawn J. Will Zubin coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17, where, Key, it's no longer raining. So at least you could have you could have rode your bike home at least. Nah. If you could have just sucked it up in the rain this morning. It was barely the raining. The road's too. probably slick. Yeah. I understand. I'd rather, too, I'd, too difficult yeah, for you. Yeah, let's use up that. some fossil fuels and get you home in five minutes. So what if this is an all-time NFL draft just like 2004? Is there an Eli Manning in this draft who's going to have multiple Super Bowls and, and whatnot? We can go through it. We did this yesterday with a bad draft. How about this is maybe an all-time draft? We'll discuss next. KJZ on smart speakers everywhere. And all you got to do is say, play ESPN Radio. Coming up this morning on KJZ. KJZ. Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner and projected first-round draft pick. Devontae Smith with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. This morning at 910 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. KJZ, ESPN Radio, Alan Hawning with Key. And yesterday we discussed with this draft about the quarterbacks at the very top, and we, we talked about the Cam Newton draft, the cover of SI. This is the anniversary of it, 10 years. It was Cam Newton, it was Jake Locker, it was Blaine Gabbard. It was the toughest question in football. <laughs> it ended up being not such a tough question. Cam became MVP. So we, we were trying to decide in this draft who's the Cam and then who's, of course, the, the Locker and who's – Gabbard. But we want to be, you know, let's also spin it positive. The old four draft was a great quarterback draft. You had Eli Manning, Phillip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, and then of course you had J.P. Lozman. So in this draft, do we have that? Do we have a Phillip Rivers, a guy with just a great career, just no rings, Ben Roethlisberger, just dominant career, still playing championship, Eli Manning, two rings, you know, in New York, icon. You know, is this draft maybe set up to be more like that one where we'll have out of the five we're talking about, maybe three of them can turn into all-time greats. 
You know, I'm going to say this, and you, you probably knew I was going to say it. it all depends on where they go, right? Yeah, it always I does. I mean, it, it, you're not it wrong. just depends on where somebody goes. Mm-hmm. When I when I look at Trevor Lawrence, I, I think he's going to a pretty damn good football coach. But that coach was on the college level. It's different in the pros no matter who you put on your staff that's coached in the pros. They're not the decision makers. You are. So – I don't know when Urban Meyer, how long Urban Meyer stays at Jacksonville, who comes in after him. I, you don't know yeah, all of those sort of things. Good point. Daryl Bevel is your offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, we're not talking about the second coming of Andy Reid or Mike Shanahan here. So would you say then there's a better chance at two with the Jets, like a Zach Wilson, or even with the Niners, obviously, because of that offense, that one of those, because it's the same offense. Here's what's going to happen. Right? It's the same offense. So. Here's, Here's what's going to happen to Zach Wilson, Allen. Zach Wilson is going to get pushed up for two things. If he has mild success, <laughs> he's going to be yes. on every billboard, yes. up and down, midtown, right. and the Zach whole deal. Mania. Zach yeah. mania, headbands, mm-hmm. hair down his shoulders, the whole deal. <laughs> they're going to boost him up. Right. And if he struggles, they're going to kilt him, K-I-L-T. They're going to go in on him. Because this is New York. And to kill Joe Douglas is who they'll kill. No, they'll, they'll hammer both, right? They're yeah. going to run both of them out of town. Mm-hmm. So as long as he is a playoff-type quarterback and, and get him somewhere two, three years from now and show progress, he can have that sort of Phillip Rivers-type career. Then when you start getting into the Justin Fields of the world and the Trey Lances of the world, they more are – Ben Roethlisberger's situation. Ben Roethlisberger landed in a great situation right. in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. much like my prediction is one of these two between Trey Lance and Justin Fields goes to the 49ers. They land in a Ben Roethlisberger situation, but at a higher pick because Ben was lower with a, with a team that was Super Bowl ready, much like Ben Roethlisberger did early on in his career right. when uh, uh, Bill Cowher was there. He was able to take him and then move him into the next stages, and then Mike Tomlin eventually came, won their second Super Bowl, uh, being second Super Bowl. So when you start to look at that, you go, okay. Now, the Mac Jones guy, I think he falls lower than what most people think. At least I don't project him as a top-ten quarterback. He can land in a perfect situation in a perfect spot. What if the New England Patriots, with all the intel they get from Nick Saban, decides that Fields is gone, Lance is gone, Mac Jones is there. He's going to follow us at 15. Maybe we move up a few spots to grab him because if Mike Reese, who just joined us a minute ago, says that they're, they may be closer to the old style of play opposed to what kind of we're seeing in the National Football League right now, they may be more inclined to lean back toward the Tom Brady, Matt Castles, the Drew Bledsoe's, the things that's been in New England in the past. He fits that mold perfectly for them. And I remember so funny when my son – was being recruited by Nick Saban. And, and Nick Saban in his office, we sat down and we had a, a, a candid conversation about the evolving quarterback situation in, in, in the SEC conference mm-hmm. about the style in which they played versus all the other teams in the SEC, Allen. And, and Nick was talking to me and he goes, you know me, Key, I have a problem with the mobile running around read option quarterbacks. But the problem is, it's not that I don't like them 
I now have to install this type of skill set because I'm seeing it every single week in in our conference, and I don't practice against it. So they struggle for a while trying to defend that. But look, he's gone back to the big, strong pocket passer because that's all. That's what he's always had. He's always had the uh, uh, AJ McCarrens, the the McElroys. That that's always been his mo. You can go all the way back to Michigan State or LSU. That's always been his mo, and he went back to it and won another championship. So my point is, those type of guys all think the same. So you just never know what the New England Patriots might do. And Mac Jones could wind up in a perfect situation. Right. And, and Mac Jones could end up being like the Eli or the Phillip Rivers. And, I mean, Eli winning exactly. championships or Phillip Rivers just having a great career. Exactly. Uh, you know, because of the situation that he landed in. And of course, Trevor Lawrence at the very top uh, of this draft. And there's just no doubt about him. But the doubt, of course, of the question is the coach and the situation in Jacksonville. How long will it take? But Dabo Swinney, you guys had him on uh, earlier, uh, I guess last week. And he talked about just how he feels, Trevor Lawrence, right now, ready for the NFL. He's got thick skin, which will serve him well. Uh, he gets it. He understands, you know, all that's coming and all that stuff. And and that's a hard thing for anybody. I don't care how prepared you are. But, you know, he's as, as equipped as you could possibly be to take this next step. And I think he's going to be incredibly successful. He's a winner. Uh, he's always been a winner, and, and uh, you know I think that that'll be the case at the next level as well. That's an important part of it, being a winner and then having that ability to now help a franchise figure out how to win. And Remember what Mel Kuyper said, we'll play it again for you, about what he projects of the quarterbacks in this draft and Trevor Lawrence having the best chance to get to a Super Bowl. The reason why Urban Meyer took this job was knowing he had a quarterback that could be one of the great young quarterbacks in this league. A league loaded with superstars at that position in order to win a Super Bowl. You've got to have your own top guy. He's historic. He's just not really good. He's historically great. And when you get a Trevor Lawrence, you have to believe his career, when it's all over and said and done, will probably have a minimum of two to three Super Bowls that he at least plays in. A minimum of two to three that he at least plays in. But if you were to say out of these five quarterbacks, Keith, that we're talking about in this draft, who has the best chance to get to a Super Bowl first? Would it be Trevor Lawrence or would it be the other four? It would probably be to get to a Super Bowl first. Mm-hmm. First now, not not more, but first. Whoever goes to San Francisco. Really, yeah. Whoever goes to San Francisco. It doesn't matter who, huh? It doesn't matter who. doesn't matter who because Kyle Shanahan, in my opinion, it's a really damn good football coach. Yeah. I mean, like a really, really, really good football coach. You see what he was working with last year? What did they win? Nine, eight, nine games? And, and they and were winning that with, defense banged working up. with nothing. Right. They were working with nothing. And so when I look at that, I think he understands and he's smart enough to understand whether it's Mac Jones, Justin Fields, or Trey Lance, he can adjust to all their different skill sets. Where some court or some coaches don't think like that. They want everything to fit what they already do. They don't know how to make adjustments. And you think that they're really great football coaches because they win games. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but you don't know how to make any adjustments with the talent that you have. And so you see that all the time. But I think Kyle Shanahan, if he's taking one of those three guys, 
that's because he knows that he can get the most out of whichever one he selects. Right. It might not be what we agree on, but if he sees it, that's what matters because yes. this is what's going to fit what we want to do. And, of course, that remains the biggest question with this draft going forward. So we've talked so much about the number three pick and what Kyle Shanahan will do. So what does the man who literally wrote the book on the Shanahans say? Well, we'll get to that after SportsCenter. Down to five to shoot. Paul still on the dribble. Crosses over in front of Bullock. Fires a three. He got it straight away. Chris Paul back-to-back buzzer beaters at the shot clock. And he gets face-to-face with Devin Booker, rejoicing as the Suns take an eight-point lead with 13 seconds to go. And that's how it sounded on Arizona Sports 98.7 FM as Chris Paul closed the deal for the Suns. Scored or assisted on 10 of the final 13 points in crunch time. It was a five-point game in the final five minutes. But the Suns beat the Knicks last night, 118-110 at the Garden. It ended the Knicks' nine-game winning streak. It was tied for their third longest streak in a single season during the three-point era. The Lakers, they get their first win since Anthony Davis has returned to the lineup. They snapped the three-game losing streak by defeating the Magic 114-103. L.A. enters today fifth in the Western Conference standings. A.D. at 18 points in 31 minutes. That's his most since returning to the court on Thursday. Falcons general manager Terry Fontenot says the Atlanta Falcons will listen to trade offers for Pro Bowl receiver Julio Jones. He's the Falcons' all-time leader in catches. That would be Julio, of course. Receiving yards and his 60 touchdowns rank him second behind Roddy White. But he has a $23 million cap hit this season. That's the second highest among wide receivers. And he has fully guaranteed base salary of $15.3 million. Keep an eye on that after June 1st. SportsCenter presented by Progressive Insurance. Join host Nate Burleson with guests Justin Fields, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase in the new progressive YouTube series, Up All Night. Watch every episode exclusively on YouTube.com slash progressive. Well, the countdown is on to the 2021 NFL Draft. Join me, L. Duncan, Kevin Degani, full coverage of the first three rounds on ESPN Radio. Coverage begins Thursday, 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, Alan Hahn in with Key, ESPN Radio. And we are joined by Kevin Nagani right now, who will be hosting on Thursday night, NFL Draft on ESPN Radio. Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern is when it starts. Friday, also 6 p.m. Eastern, along with L. Duncan, Bart Scott, Mike Tannenbaum, Ian Fitzsimmons. You also know him as a Sports Center host, of course. And uh, first of all, Kevin, I will say that with Bart Scott and Mike Tannenbaum on the panel, uh, it'll be an economy of words for you, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, well, first off, good morning, Al. Good morning, Key. Yeah. And uh, just a quick shout out to my boy, uh, Zubin Mahenti. Wish him the best of health and on his recovery. And uh, miss the guy. Love the guy. And Alan, you've been doing a great job filling in with the fellas. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun because I, I really believe that the draft is the best reality show on TV. And it happens in real time, as specifically the top 10. So I think uh, the job of Elle and I will be to entertain, inform, but also allow the reaction um, because there's going to be plenty of that from Tannenbaum and Bart, as well as Ian Fitzsimmons, while they're layering, layering stories and then and then basically saying why did this team do this and mm. who made uh, the biggest mistake, who made the biggest reach, and who hit uh, 
who hit a home run because I, I think you're going to get a lot of extreme reaction to that early on because I, I, I think at three, four, five, six, we're going to have a ton of surprise. Yeah, I mean, this is one of those drafts, right, where there's so much intrigue, obviously a lot of buildup as well. So it's going to be exciting, especially that first night. Now, you had Adam Schefter on SportsCenter, uh, and, and I want to get your reaction. He said this. As of this weekend, the 49ers truly did not know who they were going to pick. And I know people say, well, how could that be? How can you give up that much to move up and not know who you're taking? I'll tell you exactly how. They moved up with the idea that they were entirely comfortable taking Mac Jones at that spot, but that they were going to do a deep dive into Trey Lance and Justin Fields and any other quarterback worth taking. And during the course of that research, I think that they've been more impressed than they thought they would be. And that decision now is much closer than people expected to the point in my mind where it could go either way. Hmm. Now we know, uh, obviously, Shefty, well-connected, knows the Shanahan family well as well. So after you spoke to him, where do you now think the Niners might go with that third pick? I think it's interesting, right? They, they, they're locked in on Mac Jones. At least it feels like the head coach is in Shanahan. He's comfortable. He knows what he's going to get. And then this is a boomer bust situation because the biggest wild card in this draft, especially in the top 10 when you're talking about quarterbacks, is Trey Lance. 20 years old, when you look at his size, you look at his track record and what he did in 2019, what 28 touchdowns, 14 on the ground, and no picks. It's just he's, he's played, what, 17 games? So there is that, that boomer bust. You can have such a high ceiling. What I think what you're going to get with Mac Jones is stability. You know what you're going to get. But if you trade three first-round picks and you feel like you're on the cusp and this, this – has this vibe, this entire vibe of Alex Smith in Kansas City with the Chiefs. He has stability. They have a team built in, and you can have Mahomes learn while Alex Smith basically is the bridge to the future. And no one no one is better with quarterbacks than Andy Reid. You can make a case that Kyle Shanahan has a phenomenal relationship with his quarterbacks. I think Shanahan sees, I need to take it to the next level and stay there. And maybe I need a quarterback that could be on the move. And that's why I think the intrigue starts at three. Because if the Niners, let's just say surprise many, and go with Trey Lance at three, then I think you're going to see multiple teams like the conversation that the Patriots have jumping into the top ten to see if they could land Mac Jones. Mm. I don't know if the Patriots should move up from 15 into the top ten to to get Mac Jones because – I just don't seem like that, but that's just my eye. So we'll that has see. Has been everybody's you reaction, know. Kevin. That has been everybody's reaction. It's it's amazing. We have talked to how many different insiders that we have at ESPN, and every time we say, "Are they really? Is Mac Jones really going to be taken that high?" Everybody has that uncomfortable feeling, like ah, that's what I'm hearing. But you know, you heard Keith say it that he doesn't believe it. Yeah, Kevin. In in, in terms of believing things, we all know that your fly eagle flies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Philadelphia. Oh. The Philadelphia Eagles are selecting at 12. What is the best-case scenario for the Eagles screwing it up? Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm glad you added that at the end. The best-case scenario for any Eagles fan is to let the football guys, the scouts, actually make the decision because that has not been the storyline the last couple of years, and it's been well-documented that you know when, when you have the owner involvement and the GM is, is deciding these picks with the influence of the owner, you could sometimes make mistakes. And last year, I think uh, – 
the big mistake was uh, Rager. Uh, listen, Rager could be a fine talent, but when you're taking before Justin Jefferson and Rager's value is potentially in the second round and you're picking him in the first round, you've got to hit, right? You've got to hit on the first round picks. So at 12 specifically, they've got a ton of needs. Uh, if, they can, if they can get Sertan, phenomenal. If they can get Slater out of Northwestern because they need an offensive lineman there, I think they need depth. Fantastic. If you can get Jalen Waddle there and finally hit on a wide receiver because they have they have swung for the fences the last couple of years and they have missed badly. Uh, I think if you, you look at those three options, those are all wins. And, you know, the other guy that I love when it comes to attitude and how he plays up front with the press coverage is J.C. Horn. If he's there at 12, you grab him because you need somebody on the other side paired with Darius Slay, especially in a division like you know, Key, with the Cowboys where they're going to throw it and they can open things up. They, they need to secure this specific position at cornerback uh, long-term on the other side of uh, Slay. I, I learned a long time ago, Kevin, that one of my former bosses, head coaches, told me if I ever took a job in the NFL, don't take one where an owner's involved and mm-hmm. you'll be just fine. Um, <laughs> and that's pretty true. So when you look at Howie Roseman, he says that last week that he's going to stick to the board. How does that make uh, you feel? I don't know. I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it, Key. <laughs> uh, I think uh, you could say all these things. You could uh, make all these comments. Uh, really, the proof is in the pudding. And, and when we see who's drafted at the time at 12, or, you know, there could be a scenario where they're sliding back a little bit further down to get somebody. I've just said this repeatedly about the Eagles. I don't care how, you know, people are like, oh, they got a potential first-round pick, you know, in a couple years with uh, Carson Wentz. I said it doesn't matter how many assets you collect. You can have so many assets that you could flaunt it all around. But in the end, you need quality over the quantity. And they have not gotten quality out of any of these draft picks over the last few years. If you go back, and I'm sure you guys have seen this stat, like if you go back to 2014, you know, they've drafted one pro bowler. And you know who that is? The guy they traded this offseason in Carson Wentz. And when you cannot draft and you are spending all this money on the cap trying to win in these windows, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to haunt you. And right now they're in cap hell. They're going to be in cap hell in 2021. And they need to find a way to protect and help Jalen Hurts. Kevin, preparing for the draft, uh, I've mentioned this week, feels like you're back in college cramming for finals, right? There's just so many rounds, so much information. You are hosting it. Uh, with that crew, I imagine that's what you're going through right now, yes? Alan, I woke up this morning, obviously, to get my body right for Get Up because we're doing, Ellen and I are doing Get Up on Thursday morning and mm-hmm. then the draft on Thursday night, as well as the flip over to Friday morning Get Up and then Friday night the draft on ESPN Radio. And I, I forced myself to get up at 5.15. Now, seven years of doing the Morning Sports Center in my career has prepared me, and three kids have prepared me, but still, that 5.15 <laughs> wake-up call is a butt kicker, especially when you've been sleeping in. And the first thing I did was downstairs. I went back to my college days, pulled out the binder and the highlighter, and I'm going through a bunch of research. And honestly, I love it. Because since I was 12 years old, I've been a draft nerd. So to me, uh, this is – I'm like a pig in his own slop. I love everything (laughs) about this. Yeah, you you haven't done the NFL draft myself with Mel Kuyper in the gang. I would say this. No matter how much you study – how many notes you have, how many highlighter pins you use, there's going to be one guy mm-hmm. who sleeps somewhere <laughs> that you know nothing about 
who get drafted and you'll turn to L and and say, who? Yeah. What? Where did he come from? Key, you're right. Yeah, there's, and, and I have that fear because I, I've got a certain list where I stop and I'm like, all right, let's just add five more. Let's just add five more. And that's where I've been this entire weekend leading into this draft. Like, all right, all right let me just do a little bit more because I do not want to get burned. And then yeah. you look up, let, let me get this guy's pronunciation because I don't want to get burned. And honestly, it's it's you're cramming in 700 pages for literally three pages, <laughs> three three nights, right? Yeah. Hey, that's what it's about. But you know what? You're built for it, Kevin. We look forward to you on the coverage and, of course, on Get Up as well. Thanks for joining us. Alan Key, I appreciate it, guys. Stay right. healthy. Stay safe. All right, you got it. Again, that's Kevin Nagandi on the Goodyear Hotline, brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. I want to remind you again, the NFL Draft will be on ESPN Radio. Three days of picks, analysis, thorough breakdowns of your team and favorite players all in one place. You have Kevin Nagandi. You have L. Duncan, Bart Scott, of course, Mike Tannenbaum, many more, starting this Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern through Saturday, May 1st, the NFL Draft on ESPN Radio. Coming up. So one quarterback from the 2018 draft has already seen ghosts. Is another one now seeing aliens? Ooh, that's after Key has this from Goodyear. Goodyear knows when the season starts heating up. So do the possibilities. Playoff hopefuls are beginning to emerge and contenders are solidifying their position. From here on out, Every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. Oh, that feels good. It takes momentum to build up to the moment, but it takes everything to capture it. Goodyear, more driven. Hey, it's Greeny, and Tuesday we will be T-minus two days and counting to the draft. I'm getting set to head to Cleveland, and I'll give you everything you need to know before round one rolls around. See you then. Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, 
designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. A to Z. Keyshawn J. Will Zuber presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us in the Goodyear Hotline. Alan Hahn here with Key today. J. Will out today. He'll join us again tomorrow. I'm sure hopefully he feels better. Let's do some A to Z, Key. Oh, so he's with us tomorrow. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I would expect him to be back. He only gets one day. So, all right, let's get to it. A to Z. So, the Packers GM, Brian Gutekun said that Aaron Rodgers is our guy, right? He's our guy. Like, listen to the way he says it, though. Aaron's our guy. He's going to be our quarterback for the foreseeable future. We're excited about, you know, kind of the things we're going to try to accomplish here over the next couple of years. We're not done yet. We've done a lot to get here. Uh, we've kind of been doing things as we go, and we will continue to do that as we go. So, so Aaron Rodgers is getting an extension. Yeah, well, he has no more guaranteed money left, as you know, on that, ex- that extension that he has. It runs through 2023. He said foreseeable future and next couple of years. Well, next couple of years would take you to the end of 2023. So what's there to work out? Well, so let me – he has no more so – Not gar- only do they want to give him more years. Well, he's going to get more years and more money. He's not playing for $15-plus million this year on his salary. He's not doing that. Mm-hmm. I can almost guarantee – you know how you take – Things from other people when they say factual, yes. take it from me. He's not playing for that less than $20 million right. that's on the table. And when you say no guaranteed money, he's a veteran. He's a, he's a veteran player, so his guaranteed money kicks in as soon as the league year starts and, and they kick off. His money's guaranteed at that point. Can I make this a story that I'm done with? Like, you know people say, I'm done with this? Like, I'm done with this. Like, let me know when it's done. Like, I, I don't want to keep hearing about this. This is the third time you say the same thing over and over again. Let me know when you work it out. Otherwise, let's move on. Here's an interesting story. So you remember when Baker Mayfield tweeted about how he was almost 100% that he and his wife just saw a UFO drop straight out of the sky on their way home from dinner? Uh, this is in Ohio. Well, apparently, the Pentagon confirmed that there was this UFO video that was real and it was taken by a Navy pilot. It was a pyramid-shaped object seen flying through the sky, confirmed by the Pentagon as an unidentified aerial phenomena. And here's Baker letting us know what he saw was real. I'm a firm believer in UFOs and Sasquatch. Um, so it, it, it's real. I saw it. I'm glad the Navy finally confirmed some... Uh, some more pictures. Uh, now everybody doesn't think I'm as crazy. I believe. <laughs> there are some things that you might see and maybe even believe and just better to keep to yourself. So, Key, Marcus Spears, our good friend, as we were just talking to Kevin Nagandi, he was talking to Kevin about this on SportsCenter. And Marcus Spears had a very interesting take about Baker and the UFO that he saw. Rich people problems, Okay. In the hood, you don't see UFOs. You're too worried about trying to make sure you pay your rent and get food put on the table and keep the lights on. There's no time to see UFOs. Baker Mayfield is describing rich people. 
seeing UFOs and Sasquatch. I didn't think about that one damn time growing up. I ain't thought about it as an adult because I've been hustling, trying to make sure that I'm in a good situation for my family. When you're rich, you have time to look for these things, think about these things. And also when you're rich, you live in neighborhoods where you can see all of the solar system. That is the problem that Baker Mayfield has. It ain't no damn UFO. It was all of the stars shining because you got all of that money and all of that space and you could see the solar system in its true form. Just like when people go to Alaska and they see the northern lights. They think something is happening. People in Alaska don't give a damn about the northern lights. They see them every day. But when you come from broke and you go to rich, you see things a little differently. I hate that I had to go on a rant about this. I really didn't like the question because it's rich people problems. Now, I will tell y'all this. Because of what I've had the ability to do in playing in the league and working for ESPN, I'm going to sit in my damn backyard tonight and hopefully see a UFO because I got enough space to see the stars. Key, have you ever seen a UFO? No, I've never seen a UFO, and I don't think I'll ever see a UFO. Even if you saw something? Would it like? Would you stare at it? Would you wonder what it is? But I'm not seeing a UFO, man. It's not happening. That's unrealistic. (laughs) And I'm not getting. Baker said it's very real. It's very real what he saw. Sometimes people might have consumed some things that will make them see things Mm. that they shouldn't see. I see. Yeah, you know, sometimes in people's lives they may have had too much wine or. You know, some, other things some, in some, life. Some, uh, yep, they, yep. they sit outside their backyard and they look at the sky and they think they saw something that they didn't see. And for it, what man, do you think of what Spears said about it, this being a rich people problem? I don't think it's a rich people problem. I think it's just somebody saying something that, you know, again. There are, there are people that believe, though, in this the look, supernatural. I'm sure there's a lot of people that believe in a lot of weird stuff. Think about it. Think about, think about. Just think about it for a minute. But even the Navy, even even the government has said, yes, they yes, saw there something, was something in the something sky in that the night. Sky that night, we, it was a light. We don't know exactly so, what it was. So you firmly believe that we are the only living creatures in the universe? I no don't other know. world. All I know is where I'm at, <laughs> right? On here, on this planet. Well, that is so you. I don't you. know. That is so you. Anything about anywhere or anything about any other place other than where we're at. Not even curious. It, no. Why, why would I want to see a dude with a third eye? Well, how do you know he's got a third eye? Because that's usually aliens and all that weird stuff. They have third eyes. And mm-hmm. How do you know if you've never seen one? That's what I mean. Because I could I've be one. never seen one. I could no, be one. you could be one. But based on what you look like, your flesh, how you walk, how you talk, I'm okay with that. You look human to me. Mm-hmm. You so, look human. so that's the thing. So we could take any form we want. We take human form. You're cool with it. Don't matter if you're an alien. Don't matter what planet you're I from. I might be an alien. I don't know. But you don't have a third eyeball. I'm okay. <laughs> All you care about is as long as you get us to break on time and set me up for questions. You could be from any planet. Doesn't matter. Damn aliens, man! Y'all people, boy, y'all. Somebody I'm gonna get on my spaceship, y'all, man. And we're gonna Ooh, discuss Alex. the KJZ mock draft with the Jets on the clock for the second time. That's next. ESPN Radio. Ain't Eddie no ESPN News on TV.